0: Alright, so we've got myself and everyone else Coyote. can introduce yep. Yeah, I'm Cody oh, Alright, good first step down <laughs> yeah. No, we're, yeah
1: We're back after a long hiatus
0: but... Yeah, mostly I think just because we're on college, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that and then just a general lack of incentive I don't know <laughs> Um, yeah you know it's been a little know, lazy a little. Yeah, yeah yeah dragging my feet um but yeah it's been but our last episode has actually gotten fair amount of views um for what we usually do with really? sitting at like 37 plays um oh wow i know which is more usually it's just around 10 so thank you yeah. to everyone who's listened to that well, I appreciate time. your support uh, the Suicide Squad. It was the Cody really uh, likes oh, yeah. King Shark episode.
2: Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> that was good.
1: Yeah, it was good. King Shark was um,
0: cool, so oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> What's well, been a there while? There've been a couple other there.
0: movies and shows, and I have most of them.
3: And uh, Ryan, I have your letterboxed right. Like I follow you on that. Uh yeah, okay. I haven't really touched it in a while, but yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I, that's, a, that's a no good. I know right I there. need to get on top of that. So, Ross, I'm afraid yeah, have doing. to
0: leave the podcast. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah will well, see you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For those, you know, viewing at home, Letterbox is an app slash website you can use the catalog, rate, do whatever you want, like fondle right. a movie if you want. Um, all three of us so, use uh, it to uh, evidently varying degrees. And <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is not a sponsor we, we nah, no it's
1: actually really good.:
0: It, it so, is actually just a really good app. I use it all the time to keep track of my shit.
1: Yeah, It's awesome. You can do a lot on their review movies, create mm-hmm. like a list of movies that you like and stuff like that.' my yeah. favorite movies yeah.
0: I wish we were sponsored yeah. by Leatherbox. That would be like an actual sponsorship. I'd be you know happy yeah, to like circle song jerk song for it. them. <laughs> hey, that'd be cool. um, right? And it's so topical too. Um, so yeah, the what is? I know Ryan and I have seen a couple films that Cody hasn't, such as, um, and I'm going more off like recent films, such as Turning Red and Encanto. And then we've all seen Dune
3: and Spider Man: No Way Home. So yeah, hate to break the news, but I have actually not seen Dune. I know. Ooh, I, yeah! That's, it's that's strike two, Ryan. Damn, Ryan. Yeah, Damn. <laughs> Ryan, yeah you're I am out, buddy. Just <laughs> dropping the ball on this one. Huh? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess <laughs> we
0: can start with uh, Spider Man then. Um,
1: I mean, a good one to start with. I mean, that was a uh, pretty crazy.
0: I, yeah, I, I, I normally don't go see movies in theaters because it's expensive. I have to like, you have to yeah. you know, other people are there, and I just. I think, like I've grown accustomed to, I can just watch movies off my TV in the comfort yeah, of my I totally own room. Times, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But Spider Man was a film I was so happy. Like ending, just like Infinity in. War, because it's more of a spectacle than anything else, and it really thrives yeah. off that audience setting.
3: Oh, definitely. I feel like the Marvel movies. Really hone in on that spectacle theme when mm-hmm. you're in the theater. It's not. I mean, it's not the same watching it at home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I don't want to piss anybody off, but like a like a true like blockbuster movie. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Like
1: you go there to have fun, and then the people in the theaters are going crazy. Like there were No Way Home when uh,
0: spoiler-free yeah. or. Do we want? I've. Okay, here's my thing. Uh, everyone else should give their piece too, but the people that truly care about spoilers Probably about Spider-Man have already
3: seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been, been, it's, yeah. it's been a while. You've had your chance to watch it. So, it's been about three months? We're, we're gonna get into
0: spoilers. If for whatever reason you know you haven't seen it yet, now's your time to hop off and I don't know. Give it like a couple minutes. I'm not yeah. good enough with computers to give you a timestamp, but. Uh, you know, alright, spoilers. spider Man. showed it.
1: <laughs> yeah, three spider-man
0: Three Spider-Man. Yeah, um, that's the, un- that's the double-edged sword of these movies is that Yari knew what was coming. Yeah. Like, you know, which was well, unfortunate, but still pr- pr- pretty cool, but it is like that kind of give and take thing of you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a bummer, actually, that uh, so many people, like, the uh, rumors about the movie, which ended up being pretty true, like, it got spoiled pretty early before the movie came out. Yep. Just a huge bummer. It was all over Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, so...
3: Can people just stop spoiling? (laughs) No, for real. I... Mm. It's... Even though it was spoiled, I was just as hyped seeing them all together. Same
0: here. It doesn't, you know, necessarily ruin the experience or anything. I I still loved it. But, man, I would have flipped my seat if I had, like, not been spoiled beforehand.
3: Because all the really
0: cool moments were more of, like, a confirmation of the things that we knew. Rather than, like, this big thing. Oh, for sure.
1: Like for an example, when uh, Andrew Garfield comes out of his like, tel- mm-hmm. you know the the teleporting thing. Yeah. Like I already knew. I was like, okay, that's definitely gonna be Andrew Garfield Spider Man. But yeah. if I didn't know about the spoilers, I would have been like, oh my god! Like, what is even happening? You know. Exactly.
0: Cool. Yeah, it's it's like the same. Like there weren't really a lot of spoilers for Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah, and I think they that really. Yeah. I don't know. And the it's, thing is. Disney is so Orwellian when it comes to like what they allow to get leaked. I think when we talked about Rise of Skywalker, we talked about how... Uh. Um, I'm going to get copyrighted for that music in the back. Um, we talked
3: about how... <laughs> uh, you can hear that? Like, oh, shoot. All right, my, my bad.
0: Yeah, you're fine. Um. <laughs> and we, um, we talked about how the same-sex uh, kiss was featured but or like it was leaked beforehand, but we kind of. Oh yeah, if something gets leaked. It's because Disney wants it to get leaked. It's not even a leak at this point; just marketing. Yeah, like no, low budget marketing.
3: Well, you had a That's... pretty good idea of what was gonna go on when, in the trailers, they had that invisible man kicking scorpion. You're just like, yeah. or lizard. You I mean no, lizard? Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. Mm. Well,
1: that and just seeing Willem Dafoe's Goblin, we were like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna, like, why wouldn't they bring back the Spider-Man? Right, so exactly. Going, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's, was kind of like, they set that up, but
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, the only like, outside of that, but that's, you know, that that's not the movie's fault. The only issue yeah. I had with it is that at times it was like a bit fan servicey. Which yeah, 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 again, but... that double-edged
3: sword of the MCU, but yeah, that kind of comes
1: I... with the territory a little
3: bit. Yeah, I don't know, man. But something about Willem Dafoe just reprising his role is, mwah. I mm. yeah, love it. it. Oh, he
0: was yeah. fantastic. But, yeah, on the note of, of Willem Dafoe, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Like, and lines, lines <laughs> and pieces like that, I kind of, like, I chuckled and rolled my eyes at the same time. Right. Know? Like that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about when I say like they leaned a little too heavy in a fan service. Well, Fair yeah. Enough. If you're
1: gonna if you're gonna view this movie as a normal person that mm-hmm. hasn't seen those movies, you might be kind of like, "What's going on here?" You know?
0: it's like Endgame all over again. You know, the this is a weird opinion, but the MCU isn't really a they're not really movies. It's just the world's most expensive and longest TV show.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you have like 25 different movies.
0: Oh, we're at like. We're almost at 30 or something at this point. Because we've had a couple come out Eternal, Shang-Chi, Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. um, Yeah, New Spider-Man, Doctor Strange coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys seen that trailer? I have,
1: yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Professor X in there too. That's cool.
3: All right. I was kind of digging it, but. uh when when they had that second costume he was wearing with his white hair over his head, mm-hmm. that looked a little goofy to me, I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> I there was were like plenty what? of times the MCU looked
0: goofy, like <laughs> I don't know. Sure, there but... is there's no iteration of a live action Scarlet Witch that like doesn't look goofy to me. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, all this stuff is uh, inherently a little off, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that's exciting. I mean, yeah, No Way Home, great movie. I, I loved uh, <laughs> all the Spider-Men together. I thought Tom Holland Spider-Man really, I finally liked them. You know what I mean? Like before I was You didn't like them before? Him. No, it's not that I didn't like him. It was just like, I didn't like him as much. Like when this movie came no. out, I was like, oh, I like the Spider-Man way more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, felt like he yeah. was actually Spider-Man.
0: I felt that too, especially towards the end, because my issue yeah. was Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Not that I really had a lot, but my biggest one was just, you know, the age, you know, high school Spider-Man's like, oh, that's not interesting. When I think Spider-Man, and this could be, you know, my age growing up with the Sam Raimi films, but, you know, Spider-Man is either just leaving high school or just leaving college because it's about him being an adult and that kind of translates into, you know, he's figuring out himself while he's figuring out Spider Man. The
3: PS4 game story actually Mm -hmm. handled that really well, that balance between that's facts. Yeah, that's the story in the PS4 game is crazy. It Mm -hmm. it is really heart wrenching too. Like it Yeah yeah. I won't spoil it for you haven't played it, but man. Yeah, yeah I've tried it, I I would definitely recommend it.
0: Great game too, yeah. Um, really cool ending. Mm-hmm. But, but I'll yeah.
3: stick with this. Like in my Quite. opinion, yeah, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield, who's and eh, he's in all. He's he's not the best Peter Parker, but I mm-hmm. really dig him as Spider Man. Yep. Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. How could I forget? Yeah. P- really good Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Kind of a goofy Spider Man. Yep. I still enjoy, I still dig him a lot. But Tom mm-hmm. Holland. He's got he's got that perfect combination of good Peter Parker and good Spider Man. He kind of uh, nails yeah. it. I agree
0: with you one hundred.
3: Yeah, like how
0: I viewed the three again. It's just like for me, the Tom Holland thing is like I don't enjoy the age they put him at. But yeah, Andrew Garfield I never liked as Peter Parker because he was this edgy skater boy. Um, <laughs> And then, he yeah,
3: he doesn't feel like a nerd. No, he feels nah, like the really kid who be picking on the nerds, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah.
0: like and I think, you know, Garfield is a fantastic actor. You know, one of the best um another recent movie he was in Tick Tick Boom was fantastic. Um
1: I heard that was good. Yeah.
0: I, he can sing, which I did not know because it it's a Or
3: oh, is it? Um
0: Yeah. It, well, it's it's about um I forget the guy's name, but the guy that made the musical Rent, um, it's all about him. And mm. it's about like his life. And the interesting thing is, is that it's, it's such this weird meta film to describe because so it's a it's a musical written about him and the musical is about his life writing another musical. And it's gotcha. just. Oh, huh. <laughs> no, it sounds like insane. And it kind of is because there's, it's a very met, like the film too is very meta. You know, he's addressing the camera at a lot of points. Um, yeah, but, for, but anyways, I, I'm getting off topic. Yeah, Andrew Garfield, great actor. I blame more so the directing on not, not able to he, yeah, Peter the writing. Parker. And then, yeah, yeah um, while I'm sure he was very comic accurate for the time, Tobey Maguire was, you know it's you're out gobby out of your mind fucking got (laughs) him
1: i mean both Um, movies were pretty uh definitely a product of their time oh most definitely
0: but it's also insane to look at like superhero movies weren't really as you know as big of a deal as they were you know the 2000s saw that the most because you had that and then the first x-men coming out too yeah like redefining what it meant to be a superhero film sorry i cut you off cody
1: oh no i was just gonna say the i think x-men the first one came out before spider-man one did
0: right yeah that was all i was gonna say
1: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah you're good yeah um yeah, great news. I love how they. I love how the ending sets him up. Like it honestly. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go back to the game for a moment. It really sets him up the same way that the game does. He he's on his yeah. own. He has really no one to depend on. And yeah. I know that sounds like um, masochistic of me, but that's where I like my Spider-Man. I like him to be yeah. down, like on his luck, and always needing to pay rent and like behind on his like eviction notice and whatnot.
3: Well, he's I always think it written adds as to this. His optimism. yeah, oh, definitely. He's always written as this, like in the comics. He, it's just he's such a sad story to tell because mm-hmm. he's such a great guy, trying, trying everything he can to help people, but he's always just getting the end of the or the short end of the stick. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think within like the first five minutes, when he says that, like the defining fine. thing about Spider-Man is that you always get back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I like that a lot. You know, just like, and we're talking about Spider No Home, by the way. If someone was like, but um,
0: if someone yeah, just like, checked in, yeah. it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, my god, we're done. oh god, again and again, oh god, I'm three <laughs> minutes in now.
1: Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. So they end up in the movie, and he's building his own suit because they want to mm-hmm. get away from. I, I feel like they're kind of trying to rewrite his character now because they kind of hit like a wall there because they kind of the whole Iron Man Jr. stuff yeah. that was going on and like how he always had the mentors and he wasn't really his own character or he mm-hmm. wasn't as independent as Spider-Man yeah. should be. Yeah, and now they, Yeah, they rewrote him. I mean, they're basically rewriting him. I don't know. Maybe they'll change it in the future, but he is that independent Spider-Man that we all mm-hmm. know and want, you know? So that is cool. Yeah. For and sure. F-
0: yeah. And the fact that, you know, you know, the whole complicated thing of like oh you know just for, make everyone forget that um, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. Social security forgets he's a person. Like how does he get rent? Yeah. If like the IRS doesn't consider him a person. Um <laughs> well, there's, but, there's hey,
3: a ton of plot holes when you get with the time I know, I know. It's just yeah, was, like, one of the it's few I've like, got. Kind of, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um but yeah, the fact that he's he's like I don't want to pursue a romance with MJ, I just kind of go Fuck yeah. And this is very much a personal thing. I've never, I just don't like romance in most um, films or shows. I always feel like they grind everything else to a halt. Like unless it is a romance film, yeah. which in that case, it's usually not very good either. Um, <laughs> but especially like when, you know, in Spider-Man, regardless of chemistry, how, do, how can you compare a romantic connection to saving the world, those stakes are not comparable to the audience, yeah. to your viewers.
1: Well, I guess they're trying to get that like personal stance in the movie. Yeah. You know, sometimes these things get so impersonal. You know, it's like oh, you're saving the world, but then they want to bring it back to oh, here's this one person right. that the character
0: loves. And yeah, yeah it fair. is pretty
1: tropey though at this point, but.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad that they've yeah. cut that off. No, or yeah, they yeah, of could course. do something else, you know? Like, maybe this is woman. when he finds, like, Gwen, like his universe is Gwen Stacy or something. Yeah, exactly.
1: That's probably what they're going to go with. You know, they got to have that romance in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
3: These well, going. always do. Speaking yeah. of romance, going to change subjects here. Go have for you guys it. seen The New Batman?
0: I have not. Yeah. Oh, I know. No. Yeah, I yeah. know. Strike one for me.
1: Um. Oh, Sean. Uh-oh. I know.
0: To you off your own podcast, Sean. Yeah. Oh, fuck. It's just going to be and friends now. Yeah. No. no. Um I've just, you know, college and all that. Budget is tight. I haven't yeah. um I have a buddy of mine who works at the local theater. And he's able to like bring some people to like go see a movie a week a couple of times for free, and I'm waiting for yeah. that um, because like they had to
3: wait a certain point for uh, the the Batman, but um, I'll, I'll yeah. get to it. I'll get to it. Yeah, um, it's it's a much much watch in my opinion. Absolutely, I've heard loved no it. bad things
0: about it. So as someone who yeah, hasn't really seen it, I, I can just say you know. Clearly, it's really good when people start comparing it to the Dark Knight and asking which is the better Batman film.
1: Yeah, and like uh, once you watch it, you know you'll be able to see for yourself. But I, there's like there's a stark difference between the two mm-hmm. that like it's it's kind of hard to compare them. Yeah, but I, like obviously there's that comparable you know, Batman side. It's Batman, yeah. but
3: well, yeah. when you look at the older Batman films, it's you definitely get that more superhero vibe. Mm-hmm. where it's, like, almost bordering on the realm of, like, realism and not so real. But in this one, whew, oh, my – they they nail it on the fucking head when yeah, it comes to – The cinematography is also really good. Oh, yeah, they it's just, Matt Reeves. Oh, Matt yeah.
1: Reeves directed it, and the cinematographer is Greg Frazier, and he also did Dune, which is also a really good-looking movie. Ooh, damn, so Yeah.
0: Um, the one thing I remember – being disappointed and again i haven't seen the film but the fact that it wasn't rated r because at least to me that just made so much sense of like yeah where does batman go next rate rated r you know there have been yeah
1: I'll take that next step yeah.
0: animated batman films that have been r before and the fucking snyder cut which you know we did a whole episode on for <laughs> yeah. <were>, you know <sighs> I hate that movie. Yeah,
1: that's, a, that's a movie, you know. <laughs>
0: it's it's a movie, but I'm saying like a well handled like yeah. rated R Batman. Yeah, like dark R rated um, which it really seemed like you know this um like could could have been. So I was a little bummed out because I yeah. saw le- they were making Lego sets for it, and I went oh yeah, they I mean, usually no, don't make rated, rated R movies for. So I thought, <laughs> when they give a Lego set to it. Well, me and
1: a friend were talking. Oh,
0: you can go ahead. No, it's fine. I I, that was it.
1: Oh no, yeah, I was just gonna say, me and a friend were actually talking about this whole like R-rated PG thirteen thing, and it Mm -hmm. we found it a little odd in the movie because it's not a very accessible movie for younger audiences. Like this movie Mm could have been R-rated. I feel like the only reason it wasn't was for more money. I'm not sure why it wasn't R-rated because like when you're watching it, like this is a yeah, this is a very dark movie. There's a lot of tough subject matter for like a younger Mm -hmm. person.
0: you know so is the dark there's a lot night. of
1: dialogue yeah like but like when you're watching the yeah. movie there's some stuff in it and i can't say it without spoilers I but like so. I appreciate even that. more so than the dark knight like mm-hmm. this wouldn't be great for younger kids and this could have definitely been r-rated mm,
3: interesting yeah, it's definitely like right on the border yeah r-rated it's, i appreciate movies
0: like that i think um yeah dark knight comes to pushed mind. it to the limit yeah um the two, two others that also come to mind are uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I don't know. I feel like that's the movie only I ever saw. Every yeah, time mean. I talk about it, it's just <laughs> blank faces. Um, <laughs> but it's well, a legitimately sure. good movie. I say good and not really yeah. good because the characters overall story, they're pretty shitty. But when the movie gets to like the, you know, the, the titular scary stories, like the actual yeah. parts where it's trying to be horror. Holy shit. Like the shit, shit that they were able to get away with in that film, because Guillermo del Toro worked on it, and he said, okay, I want to scare yeah. the shit out of kids, but we... Because there's no blood in the film either, so they have to come up with all these ways of, okay, how do you kill people without using blood while still incorporating supernatural creatures, and it's it's so creative. It's on Netflix right now. I'd highly recommend everyone check it out. Um, it is a movie I'm somewhat mixed on because, like I said, the story and writing and characters. Essentially, any time it isn't being purely horror, it's kind of a shitty yeah. movie. But when it is, it, it's really good.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, try to check that out at some point.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: get more people to watch it for Sean, you know? Yeah, come the <laughs> fuck on. Yeah. Uh, oh,
3: Sean. <laughs> yeah Yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of horror though sean Mm -hmm. you watched house Mm -hmm. 1977 a japanese horror film which has the most crazy editing i've ever seen in a film it's i just want to get your
0: opinion on it it real quick It yeah this movie uh, yes i I won't spoil anything then um this movie walked so that movies like Uncut Gems and Good Time could run <laughs> in the sense that it's one of those movies where you, like, there's no breathing room, you know, you're always on edge, you're always tense even in, like, before you know, it's, you know, it's a horror film about a house, so I don't think it's a spoiler to say they go yeah. to a house. Um, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but <laughs> Even before they go to the house, I, I there's never a sense of like comfort. You're always on edge. It's one of if I had to say anything about it because I wrote it down in letterbox as this is a movie I need to rewatch a couple more times and then I'll probably start to comprehend it. But <laughs> yeah. um, it's, 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 it's it really. It, are symbolic of the decade or time that they came out in this is the most 70s movie i've ever seen from the sound design to the (laughs) shots like it's so it screams 70s and i love that because the 70s is to this day like my favorite decade of films and i one i would kind of argue to be one of the best decades for film
3: yeah It's just a it's a roller coaster for sure. Like it, it just doesn't stop going and going. Yeah, it's it's wild.
0: It's It's just kind of it just keeps going up. It like always (laughs) finds a way to escalate and one up itself.
3: It's it's one of the more obscure films, but I (laughs) if you want if you want a good laugh and just view into the world of the seventies. I would mm-hmm. definitely recommend it,
0: <laughs> and it's also it's on HBO Max. That's how I watched it. Um, so yeah, check it out there if you want. House uh, nineteen seventy seven. Mhm. What is it? I wanted here. I know we normally don't talk about. Or I could be wrong. We don't talk about like family animated films that much, but there were two that recently came out that got uh-huh. a lot of n- notoriety. One for a very different reason than the other. So we'll start with the tamer of the two, but Encanto. Um,
3: Ryan, did you see that one? Unfortunately, I've not. I've been meaning to because it does look it does look good. Uh, I'll give it that, but I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy, to, you know, trying to go out of my way and sit down and watch those types of films personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Cody,
0: have you seen Encanto?
1: <laughs> no, I, I haven't seen that or
0: Chernigrad. <laughs> so. That's gonna no
3: damn it am i, I following just a
0: different person ryan yeah. on, on letterbox because there's a person that has like a pic- a screenshot from house as their profile picture and they have like house listed as one of their favorite films and i i assume that was you ryan but maybe it's that, someone else that's not
3: me <laughs> okay, you're, fuck. You're, you're looking at someone else
0: damn it yeah right?
3: Uh,
1: is their name JPEG Mafia? What's their name on there? No,
0: that, that's someone else. This is Keno David or something oh, like that. Oh, Keno
1: David. That's uh, someone named Keanu Davis.
0: Oh, uh, no, I haven't met that guy before. Yes. Oh. Okay. so He's, he's the guy,
1: guy who I was talking about. I was talking to him about uh, the Batman. Uh, mm, okay. Batman. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Damn it, okay. Well, maybe we need him on the podcast because he's seen <laughs> Turning Red in Encanto you, because you I assumed funny? that was Ryan.
1: You know what's funny, Sean? He's actually mm. at Ryan's house right now.
3: Oh, nice. I can go get him. Oh, that's fine. Maybe him. we'll have him on <laughs>
0: as a guest star later. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we get a guest star I, for this. Anyway, that um, but yeah, I won't spoil anything about either, either film, but I do want to talk about Turning Red a lot because even if you haven't seen... It, the tension it has gotten um, oh yeah i've definitely
3: seen that i, I mm-hmm. it's definitely stirred up a lot of controversy yeah just about that look like young women <laughs>
0: and it's it, like, it's, yeah. it's the weirdest thing to get periods. mad at
3: it really it is. doesn't make sense
0: well because what i've gathered from a, a lot of it because i thought the movie was good you know it was a solid film um uh nothing great, nothing terrible um but the most entertaining part about it all has been the like the negativity surrounding it because you have yeah. so many and I think it does come from the fact that you know people associate Pixar that that a family yeah, quote, unquote. company that make family films and that yeah. reaches out to a lot of like conservative uh like families. Who are like, oh, you know, ew, like periods, ew, yucky,
3: stinking, yeah, like
1: it, people that it, uh, things that people go through. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah
3: a very natural byproduct in our lives. Like, right. It's it's so strange to get mad at. Yeah, it, it's it, Yeah, I.
0: Yeah, I mean, people were not to the degree of this, but people were getting. Because, because, because like, an allegory for, like, the coming-out story and just, like, being gay in oh, general. Really? Yeah. Um, it's not a movie that, like, is very explicit about it, but I kind of, like, went into it, like, thinking that. And, yeah. like, I, I saw a lot of it. I would be surprised if the makers of that were like, oh, we didn't have any intent. But it really seems like it's, you know, it's a metaphor for, like, a, a coming-out film. And, you know, it, it could just be, like any sort of like the narrative device I think is called like the other, like the X-Men do it all the time. which just like the X-Men like can represent like a minority that's been uh, oppressed or like yeah. systemically against. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, Turning Red yeah, still exactly. a good movie. Just, you know, I'm, I honestly feel like if you have anything negative to say about it, you first have to say that you are not a racist or a misogynist. It's <laughs> like it's at the point where it's just like the hate that movie has gotten is insane. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: yeah I I, if I that. if I
3: can say one thing about it, the animation does look really good. Like yeah, the it did look good, squ- cool. squash it's... and stretch and the expressions look pretty. well. Yeah, yeah it's, General. It's, it's, it's Pixar. Like yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, it's got that Pixar style. I feel like this movie was just yeah, blown up out of proportion because of the whole controversy thing. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh I mean, hey, free
1: which is marketing but... <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. right. I mean, any marketing, is good marketing, right? I guess in general, not always, but
3: yeah,
0: it's also, also so yeah. weird that um, I guess that they might have like a deal with Pixar that they don't release this um, like in theaters. It was exclusively oh, really? streaming. Yeah. Well, they did they did the um... same thing with uh, Luca. Soul before that and onward before that.
1: Yeah, well, I heard about that controversy too. Pixar was super upset about uh, Disney doing that, putting their movies on streaming only. So that's actually a big thing that was going on.
0: Yeah, which on the one hand, I totally get where that's coming from. You know, it's the same reason Dune released the time that it did. The director, you know, he didn't want the movie to come out exclusively for streaming, which was the original plan. So he fought tooth and nail against Warner Brothers to let them. Um, or to let him release it when theaters were like widely available then. Yeah. That's that why you want to see it on the big screen. On the other hand, I really enjoy being able to just um, watch a new you know, movie yeah. just from the comfort of my living room. Again, it's that mentality yeah. that I've kind of like grown um, like from quarantine and all. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, I know I talked to I talked a little bit before to Ryan about it, but um, I've seen a lot of shows that have like come out. I don't no, know if we want, want any- to go over or not. I'll just kind of go through them, see what tickles people's fancy. We'll
3: go ahead ahead shoot. All
0: right. Has anyone seen Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I saw that. I wa-
3: okay. I won't lie. Watched the first episode, was not happy. Didn't wasn't yeah. it wasn't what I was expecting. I was hoping for a more heavy, like heavy take on the like intergalactic bounty hunting, like going out, tracking right. dudes down. I, I think guys. the show you're
0: thinking of is The Mandalorian. <laughs> exactly. Different Which,
3: uh, guy.
1: You Which like the show backpack. kind of is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it becomes that a little bit. if uh,
0: I mean, People yeah. aren't, don't care about spoilers. Do we want so, to spoil
3: yeah. the show?
1: I guess we can at this point. I feel like it's been out for a lot on streaming.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to personally watch it. Maybe if oh, you guys okay. make yeah. it interesting.
1: Well, so, basically, Mandalorian shows up. He mm-hmm. has, like, two whole episodes to himself. Luke yeah. Skywalker comes back with better CGI. And then mm-hmm. Grog is back and stuff, which is funny.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah. Asuka. So this is an episode that people are very mixed on. You know, no one is praising it to the, to the degree of the Mandalorian, you know, and, and that's fair. But some people dis Like, truly hate it. Hate it. And I, I totally see where everyone's coming from. I, I thought it was fun, you know. It wasn't a great show, of course, but a lot of the points that people are bringing up are really valid. Like, the main one I've heard mm-hmm. is that this is a show... Called the book of Boba Fett that doesn't want anything to do with Boba Fett.
1: It really doesn't. And uh, the best episodes in the show were the ones with the Mandalorian,
0: in my right. opinion. With, where he wasn't even on screen. Yeah. And I, I just felt so bad because I, I love Tim Morrison, I love Mignon Wen. Man. And I wish the show focused on just them and not the fucking cyberpunk Power Rangers.
1: Oh, my Um, God. Those characters on the bikes. That was ridiculous. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, It looked bad. The chase scene was bad. Yeah. Star Wars has
0: a very distinctive aesthetic and look to it. Everything's rugged. Everything's broken and breaking. Like, not that you can't have nice looking things, but especially on Tatooine, like, it doesn't really mesh well. Yeah. The only other the time I-, I can think of something like that <laughs> is in episode one. They actually do this twice of not of book Boba Fett of Star Wars uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah, Phantom Menace. Yeah, Queen's ship. Yep. Like they have it land on the outskirts of any city because it, it, you know, it it would look weird like next to like a hut or something. Not Jabba yeah. the Hut. I'd mean like a hut that you would like sleep in. Um, yeah. And then like C three PO, like he's kind of shiny, but that's also like. Like, they draw attention to that. Like, oh, you're looking pretty sparkly over there. Um, Mm -hmm. And it really, like, throws you off to, like, the coloring and the, like, shading of it. Yeah, Cody, what were you going to say?
1: Well, I was going to say, too, uh, also, every, I feel like, so, like, the original prequel trilogy was, like, the more, kind of, like, the, as they say, like, in episode four, Obi-Wan does, like, the civilized time period you know mm-hmm. what i mean in, in the right. beginning and so that's like you see in episode two and stuff a lot more of the clean, the galactic republic you know uh you see the coruscant and stuff after yeah. episode three however when the empire takes over that's when stuff gets a lot more rugged and that's mm-hmm. when the book of boba fett you know it's even set after the empire's destroyed pretty much yeah uh, but um so yeah it should be more rugged like if this mm-hmm. was set during episode two like you know pack of the clones it would make more sense but... yeah that'd be fun yeah but yeah, no, I hated them. Uh, I thought they were terrible. Robert Rodriguez, too, was the director of episode, I believe, one, three, and four.
0: And he produced the entire thing.
1: Yeah. And I feel like he directed Spy Kids. So I feel like and... we can get... Well, I, I just feel like as a result, you know, you get a little bit more yeah,
0: his style of filmmaking in a way. Like a, I
1: don't so know. the
0: interesting but... thing is also he directed an episode of The Mandalorian actually, Which is actually really with good. Boba Fett. Yeah. That was really good. I think he but might like have been handed good. too much control.
1: Yeah, that's what I think, too. I
0: think he, he is, too yeah. And it kind of fell apart. He is one of my favorite... De- Mindset? ...and work ethic of, fuck everyone else, I'll do it. You know, he's yeah. literally the ending of, A- of Age of-, of Ultron. Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> he does the music, what? the editing, the writing, the directing, the s- cinematography, the special effects like if it was up to him i'm sure he would just like make himself every actor in the film yeah. um and i love that about the guy like you know as as no, I don't like him so, as yeah, person at all, no, no. It, nothing about that but it's just you know that's why i said like his work ethic yeah the products it. of said ethic yeah um, that's
1: eth- uh, where it's apart.
0: it his fall part and yeah, you definitely see, and I heard that comparison a lot, like yeah, you see more of the spy kids come out of him. Um,
3: yeah, in especially the, those riders. Yeah. And um, the
1: chasing isn't good either.
3: That was no, I literally, That's I slow, remember... Bad, bad <laughs> That's like <laughs> one, the one scene I've seen other than episode one. Just yeah, because it's it been Meme to death, and one
0: of my favorite clips was, um, was like... And in, like people putting like Inspector Gadget sound effects yeah, and music right. over the chase scene. <laughs> and the top to comment time. on that video was just a reminder that Boba Fett has a jetpack. They purposefully didn't use that oh, character yeah, or that tool it to yeah. air quotes show off yeah. the new characters.
1: Yeah, and that's a uh, oh, and a, a big problem that I have with the show actually is uh, mm-hmm. the fact that its main the show's main villain. Who is supposed to be Cad? You know, it's Cad Bane. Who
0: is the and, main villain? Because yeah. I'll stop you there, Cody. Sorry, but Cad Bane oh, no, isn't gonna... introduced until the second to last episode. No, that—that's
1: where I was going with. Yeah,
0: movie.
1: like this show has a serious problem with its main supposed villain, which mm-hmm. should have been Cad Bane, but yep. the show decided let's disconnect our course here. We'll move over to the Mandalorian for some reason, mm-hmm. and then. Now, Bubba Fett loses like two entire episodes that could have been spent. Of an eight-episode
0: show, too. Yeah, like right. this isn't this isn't like fucking NCIS where they have it's ten thousand episodes. episodes. Yeah. Um. No, this is cool. book of, for whatever reason. Really all shows it. these days are doing eight episodes a season, which I have no trouble with. But literally, some <laughs> other shows I even like have down on my list, like you know, Smiling Friends, The Boys, Diabolical, mm-hmm. Vikings Valhalla, Peacemaker. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Ooh, Why are all shows coming out in 2022? Eight episode shows. Like I have no, no issue with it. Episodes. But it, it's such a weird coincidence. I'm noticing yeah. across <laughs> all these different shows. I don't understand it. I, I enjoy But when well, you're going to be the fucking Book of Boba Fett. Don't become the Book of Mandalorian. Slash Grogu. Slash Luke Skywalker. Slash Ahsoka. Slash Cad Bane. Slash uh, Cobb Vanth fucking yeah. focus no yeah right
1: yeah you got to get back on Bubba fett and I, he didn't even i don't even feel like he did very much in his own show like and that was ridiculous yeah. too yeah nothing happened random stuff's <sighs> happening in the show he pulls out the rancor out of no, nowhere where did that subplot go where did danny trejo go yeah what happened there they just completely got rid of that because Danny Trejo
0: made like a brief cameo as a a Rancor handler Uh, and then then he never shows up again
1: yeah and he was supposed to be evil or something you know at the end of he's like oh you'll get him someday
0: yeah
1: Yeah, remember at the end of the episode that he was in I forget which one it was maybe the third episode he was talking to Rancor (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so Danny Trejo talks to the Rancor and he's like oh you'll get him soon you know alluding to the fact that he's He's gonna try and kill Bubba Fett. Right. Never seen again in the show. Yep. That's Never brought up again. And then the fucking Guarded.
0: huts, which initially are kind of introduced as like okay, two huts like related to Java, then they disappear yeah. at the same time Danny Trejo does.
1: Oh yeah, the, remember the huts come back, but then they're like, we gotta leave or something.
0: No, that was like with the, Danny the, Trejo's the character.
1: Yeah, yeah, right,
0: yeah. Because but like they're just, uh, they're leaving and they're like have a rancor yeah, and Danny Trejo.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole show just felt very cobbled together. Like their plan fell apart at some point.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought if in Mandalorian. Had...
1: Yeah, I feel like this was just a show. The other people mm-hmm. have said this to bridge the gap between oh, uh, the, all this time period before the next Mandalorian season. Yeah, which I'm like so that's...
0: bummed about because uh, honestly, within the first couple episodes, I was like, okay, I can see where they're going. Yeah. But as the show continued, I was like, fuck. Like this isn't really a show no. focusing on Boba Fett. I'm just liking the show. The more I talk about it, <laughs> yeah. I have Perhaps it was like... I was too kind.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, a Cad Bane. We'll bring him in from the Clone Wars. Oh, he's dead now. He was in two episodes.
0: I didn't mind that as much. I didn't mind that he died. Uh, I, 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 I I'm like, if, if, yeah. If you're gonna have any character. Kill him off, have Cad Bane do it. I'm just so glad because Disney, for whatever reasons, really trigger happy for their villains to be killed off by characters that no one likes. (laughs) 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 Hawkeye. And then um, I thought like one of the cyberpunk Power Rangers was going to kill him. And um, so I'm glad it was Boba Fett. At least like that was like a decent send off.
1: Should have been in the show more, but um, that's a Mm -hmm. whole different
0: story. Also, I had a
1: problem with the show. It felt like at the end of it, it was just like, "Oh, now Kyle Banth is in the back to tank." The show brings up the back to tank, I think, thirty thousand times. It's like mm-hmm. get somebody in the back to tank, you know. And, and... I, it,
0: that makes sense, like fine. thematically, because yeah. you know, he's like healing and shit.
1: No, I agree with him. It's just like I just feel like it was brought up so many times, and then like the the Wookie, I, I don't know his actual name.
3: Black Corsan, you know, when I'm talking something. about yeah,
1: yeah Black Corsan, yeah. He uh, all of a sudden, you know, remember he gets shot like 30 times. He's fine or whatever. What, what a stupid plan there. he
0: had. So he goes to assassinate Boba Fett while Boba Fett's sleeping in the Bacta tank. And, you know, the only thing we know about this guy is that he's supposed to be this like galaxy renowned assassin. Like It didn't seem like it. And then rather than, I don't know, shooting Boba Fett while he slept, slitting his throat, Poisoning the back to tank, strangling him, anything
1: grabs him, yeets
0: him across, across the room pool. to yeah. his weapons.
1: Which is, you know, the dumbest thing. I, I mean, that whole, sh- I mean, dude, also in the final episode, this kind of brings up the whole problem with the action sequences, too. Mm-hmm. They're all standing out in the open Mandalorian and Boba Fett, Mandalorian's in mm-hmm. this part. They're just literally standing there letting guys from all over the place shooting at them there's no flanking there's no plans mm-hmm. at all just like oh we'll stand here and we'll just brute force through everything and that's it like come on yeah in the mandalorian anytime time there was an
0: action scene it seemed like all the enemy, enemy placement was very thought out um like the season yeah, finale yeah. of that show where they're like um pinned down in the in the, in, like, the uh, hut or whatever. Again, not Jabba the hut yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, that scene had, like, such... You get, like, a real sense of where everyone is. Um, yeah. I, I think disappointing is, like, the main word yeah. to use with Book of Boba Fett.
1: Which is sad, considering the character himself. He yeah. He should have better, uh, better treatment,
0: but... Yeah. Here. I feel bad leaving Ryan out, so we'll try and yeah. move on to something that Let's he might know. let try to get know. to something. Uh, we can talk uh, about
1: Dune, I think. Uh, oh, he
0: hasn't oh, seen that either. Oopsies. Have you been watching... Oh, Peacemaker. The, oh, true. Ryan, you've been watching Peacemaker? No. Fuck. Which oh I'm oh like guessing I'm really hard on.
3: I know okay, I, I we love won't... the boys, so I know immediately I'm going to love Peacemaker, but still...
0: Peacemaker is a lot different from the boys, yeah, it is. but it's still very good. <laughs>
1: I really like Peacemaker.
0: You know, that's pretty good. You, you like the I've, Suicide I've Squad, right, Ryan? Ryan? Sorry, Aaron hang on. Look at this. Look at this. I'm
3: doing the
2: podcast. Oh, you're doing No, can I do
3: it? I've seen House. Else... Oh, that's Keanu Davis. Yeah, here, you want to do a guest appearance? You want to talk about uh, Turning Red?
2: Oh, I've seen yeah. Turning Red. I have seen I've that. Seen it. Don't <laughs> look like Aaron Jaggers. <laughs>
0: Is <laughs> a good format for the podcast. Hey, we were actually about to move on to no, Attack please, on Titan. please,
2: Turning Red. Uh,
3: we we're actually about to talk Attack on Titan. Oh, real <laughs> <laughs> I have stuff.
2: stuff. I'll talk new stuff.
3: It's getting a little wild. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is Cody there. Yeah. Oh, is that where he's <laughs> <laughs>
3: You might have to edit this time.
0: <laughs> um, I won't. I'm I'm so too lazy. <laughs> I like the
2: movie, but like the part where she's like. My Panda, my choice. I thought it was a bit contrived.
0: It was like, that's kind of like, is it just little, a little song? Yeah, a little, a little, a little on, song on the nose. I'm like, Hello? I'm here. So this is Keanu Davis, being... by the way.
2: Hey, hey, hey Frosty hey. Thoughts. This is yeah, rare, dude, and Sean, this is can you appearance. hear
1: me? I mean, Keanu, can you hear me? I can hear you, buddy. Yeah, so I just wanted to say, Kiana or Sean actually thought Kino David, you know, your account on Letterboxd, was Ryan. So I just what? To let him what? know that that was you. That's,
2: that's
0: me, okay. Baby, yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I thought it was wrong. So,
1: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So there's a little bit of a switch in the podcast,
2: guys. Sorry if it's
1: confusing, but I mean that's why we have it,
0: Frosty and friends. So you know, everyone but me is interchangeable. Um,
2: (laughs) Yes, it's true, and I'm glad to be one of the friends.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm honored. So yeah, we were talking um, about like I didn't want to spoil. In case I want to see just like the negative public reception (laughs) it got.
2: Yeah, I I think I mean i don't understand that i really don't like if we're talking about the outrage surrounding the fact that Mm -hmm. it didn't shy away from showing puberty and talking about puberty it's just so beyond me like there's things again that i do think are a little forced like the the, my pin the my choice thing like you can say what you want about like what that's saying but like i thought it was forced but showing pads and stuff and like talking about puberty yeah like it's something that all these people's kids if they have them are gonna go through so i don't see the point in being outraged over something you're gonna have to talk about
0: yeah and I, i i love that you know i i could at least appreciate the fact that it was like choosing to focus on that subject matter because that's gonna like reach out to like so many you know women and young women who haven't felt that connection with you know animated films because they are primarily you know this is films in general but a male protagonist focused Uh, and on Mm -hmm. the yeah on the my panda my choice thing if you're gonna introduce such a nuanced and heavy topic that like deserves like good discussion to be had around it don't delegate it to just a single throwaway joke in your last 10 minutes
2: Right, right. I agree totally.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I still thought it was a good film.
2: Um, I really like the animation and it had good style too. Like a lot, I mean, Pixar movies pretty consistently and like Mm -hmm. I talk to people about it sometimes, like it's kind of surprising how in this leg of Pixar, they're still putting out movies like Coco or Soul that are just like of the same quality, maybe even exceeding like in exceeding quality of their older films. Um, but, like, I think it's it's still, like, a good new leg Pixar movie with a lot of style and personality. I loved like, the, the transitional flair, like, it would have in between scenes, like, where it would be, like, I, there's just weird little, like, I don't know, just things that they did imbued into the animation that you haven't really seen, because it's just mm-hmm. kind of a different personality for Pixar movies, because usually, mm-hmm. I mean... Well, this take, was their
0: uh, film, too, so
2: that's true that is true and Which, i like i like
0: bao yeah right that's that, that's the name of it yeah yeah the the, the, I don't know bao like short. the
1: yeah, yeah
2: yeah the the dumpling short
1: yeah, yeah the, that,
2: that was super cool i
1: like it that. was
0: really it. good yeah
2: really great short to the point mm. you know what i mean i mean like all the shorts kind of tend to be pretty yeah. quality yeah. Yeah.
0: but yeah unlike like the subject of like its style yeah there's like a clear you know anime asian influence oh definitely Um, which at first i wasn't terribly drawn to because the comedy in like the first 10 20 minutes i really was not a fan of i'm of the opinion screaming and being loud does not equal humor you know that's not comedy totally you know i've that's just not and i i had like trouble getting attached to the character because of that And Mm -hmm. I think that could have like dampened how I felt towards the film a bit. bit. So it's definitely one I'll need to rewatch. But yeah, I I definitely see what you mean when you say that like it had a very unique style and aesthetic and way about it, especially compared to other Pixar films.
2: Mm -hmm. And like what you were saying, too, about like, you know, anime and more of an Asian influence in terms Mm -hmm. of just like its animation in this world, especially like just getting that kind of representation in it with, um, you know, an Asian female director as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's all really cool to see. And I, I personally was a fan of all the like anime, uh, like infusions into it. Like, I mean, sometimes it was a lot, it could be a lot with mm-hmm. just like how rapid fire everything was. Cause it just moves yeah. at like such a brisk pace. And I think the fact that it's less of a high concept movie as opposed to something like soul where it's really existential and like it yeah. focuses on mortality, but instead yeah. it's just this girl and you know, her going through this transitional period. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, but that kind of allows for more of that kind of stuff. Like the, just putting your stamp on it in terms of how you present the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I I thought it was cool, man, just yeah, seeing no, I... all the in the kaiju too
0: mm.
2: at the end of the movie, that was shocking to me. I had I was not expecting that at all. I know they right. uh it's like set up in the movie with um I forget the, the name of the character, uh the mother character, but the way that her yeah. family, her sisters, her cousins and her mom mm-hmm. speak about, you know, what her panda was like seeing it and then realizing oh shit it's a kaiju like that was kind of a pretty cool moment in my opinion yeah
0: i find it so interesting um and on the subject of the director that it's 2022 and pixar has been around for how long you know a a couple decades now (laughs) and we're just having our first female director Um, yeah
2: that is really crazy
0: the other interesting thing about that is that that wouldn't have been the case if there wasn't like company interference so when Brave was coming out they initially had like a different director than the one that they stuck with Mm. even though they still give that director credit fired because because she wasn't complying with John Lassander you know the guy who has a bunch of like allegations against him so yeah Mm -hmm. I wonder why she wasn't working with him anyways (laughs) um, so she gets fired. And this is, I feel so bad, I can't remember her name. But this is the same lady that directed The Prince of Egypt, like one of the best animated films of all time. Mm-hmm. And they decide to fire her. And the guy they bring on in an interview with this story, you know, about Brave, about the young teenage woman who doesn't want to be wed to like a, a prince.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's that's crazy i did not know that personally um yeah because yeah, i i'm kind of more of a casual like pixar enjoyer like i'll watch yeah. the movies and i'll be like cool like you know yeah. new pixar movies out like usually they kind of have just that or there's an expectation that almost comes with them where it's like this yep will be at the very least
0: good yeah um, i like you phrase that as if like I'm like a cult member or something
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, 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 definitely not no what i'm I'm saying just like i didn't you know i don't really know too much of the yeah to yeah so, like i watched so, good. so
0: good, so yeah, good um same. what is it uh, the one, th- uh i don't uh cody, have you seen attack on Titan at all no,
1: nah, i haven't seen any of that dang,
0: okay, i just so i think. Funny enough, I think in one of our last uh, podcast episodes, we talked about how I had never seen like anime shows or anime films before. Mm-hmm. And it was just yeah. the ending of last year, I started to get into that. And I've been kind of into it ever since. Um, and I still hold like a lot of the, th- the thoughts I do. The animation is cheap, or when like the women are hypersexualized for absolutely no oh, reason. Um, I think, like, the worst example of this I've seen, of a show I haven't seen, but, like, uh, High School of the Dead, where it's, it's, so it's a zombie show, where a guy, like, has a sniper rifle, and he's laying on top of, like, this woman's chest, and every time he shoots the gun, the recoil, like, jiggles her tits about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it it always cuts back to that in addition to like the zombie being shot i'm like jesus fuck like you don't yeah. need this like um yeah that old yeah but yeah one i've mm-hmm. been watching a lot and really liking and i figured it's like because it's still coming out is attack on the titan um and the final season is wrapping up uh not next week but the week after that is when the last episode comes out mm-hmm. and yeah Yeah. I I
2: really enjoy Attack on Titan. That out of all the anime because I am kind of in a similar spot. Like I've watched Studio Ghibli movies and I'm a Mm -hmm. big fan of those. Especially. Spirit of the Way is probably like my favorite animated movie, just full stop. Um, and so like that was kind of like my exposure to anime. Because when I was growing up, I would I had friends who would like read manga and stuff and they would Mm -hmm. show me it. But I just I never was interested in it. And I think that's more so fact that like it, i just wasn't exposed to it like in my family or anything like that yeah so yeah, like i just didn't go seeking way. it because i didn't have internet either so i was just kind of yep. left to my own same devices hair. owning films uh like through dvd or going to blockbuster mm-hmm. um but yeah i started watching a few anime series none of which like fortunately um really like indulge in fan service that's what um people call it usually where it's yeah, like the oversex yeah. uh sexualization like the just all that gross nonsense where it's mm-hmm. just they do it for like literally zero reason besides to sexualize their female characters yeah um and that is what is nice about attack on titan which is one of the few shows i've watched that Jujutsu kaisen and, and uh, jiu-jitsu kaisen's
0: fucking phenomenal so good and mm-hmm. i love
2: the the all the uh personality in that one speaking of personality yeah earlier, turning red um that's just a funny show and it like it just it, it is it carries, some of the it's best animated
0: man. fight scenes i've seen too oh, just, there's such a sense of like fluid motion but sorry, i cut you off keep going
2: oh no you're totally fine but yeah, no, I, I am a big fan of Attack on Titan myself. I'm a little bit behind. I don't know if you're caught up all the way.
0: I, fully. I, I literally I know when the episodes are coming out, and it's just it, like it's part of my schedule. It's like 1:45 on Sundays <laughs> is when they come out.
2: Yeah, I was I was just about there for a few weeks. like I was like, okay, I have this this game pass perk. Mm. where i can get uh crunchy uh, for a few months oh, nice. perfect we're gonna we're gonna watch aot on sundays and i did that for a few sundays and then for whatever reason i just kind of fell behind and i haven't caught up that happens
1: okay.
0: um, and i I'd honestly like when i recommend because there you know there is a lot of stigma towards anime and anything like that and, and nice. i'm i'm never one to like say you're wrong it's like no you're totally justified you know in a think or feeling or thinking however you want but then b you know yeah when you are when you're an outsider looking in anime is weird it's you know because i thought it was just the things i disliked about it but Mm -hmm. you know and that's why i kind of find myself i tend to go towards like the darker shows you know Mm -hmm. like uh Jujutsu Kaisen is definitely one of the lighter ones I like, but I love stuff like Parasite, The Maxim, and Goblin Slayer, Devilman Crybaby, like the really. It doesn't have the things thing. I dislike, and but Attack on Titan is one of the you know like best shows. If you want to get into anime, I'd recommend Attack on Titan, um, because it is really it's really approachable. Um, it doesn't. It rarely delves into anime tropes or cliches.
2: It's true, yeah. Um, like usually, when I think of anime, um, or before I was like kind of introduced to it, before I started watching anime shows, what I would think is just like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be melodramatic. There's mm-hmm. going to be, like, that over-sexualization of female yeah. characters. So Which there be... still
0: is that stuff. You know, you have your slice-of-life anime. You mm-hmm. have your, like, uh, I'll just call it smut anime, you know.
2: <laughs> You're 100%. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like, I, that's just kind of the things I would expect. It's like, oh, it's going to be over the top. It's going to be strange. It's going to be whatever. But I was so thoroughly surprised when I started watching Attack on Titan. Because it's, like... I also wasn't really, I was expecting more of like an arc based, um, like episodic nature for like the show. Like mm-hmm. Things would tie into one another. There'd be like plot lines that would, you know, right. begin and then end, but like there would be arcs and stuff into it. But no, it's just like a, a through line of one single plot. And like, I mean, of course, as you'd expect, in like each season, there's new plot lines, new characters that come up, but mm-hmm. all of it, it's like very like edge on your seat. You want to figure out what happens next. Yeah, it's like the next it, piece of a puzzle that's unraveling through the course of the first three seasons until it just explodes into something that you never could have imagined when yep. you're
0: watching the first episode of it. So yeah, I accidentally traumatized Oh no! first five <laughs> episodes um, mm-hmm. because I was saying like, okay, you know, we're both big fans of, of anime. Let's find, a, let's find a show that we, we can watch together. And the show we started on because it was like the lightest of the shows I enjoy um was one punch man because you know that's my like current favorite anime which i know is weird because it's for those who know the show it's very light it's very comedic with like dark moments scattered here and there um but like that is like my favorite uh anime show for a multitude of reasons i could fill a whole episode on but um and so after that i was like okay you know and i showed her my list of like what do you want to watch next and she's what's that about. I said, "Okay, well, it's about these aliens that possess people, <laughs> and it's all about like them eating each other. And the, and the main character gets like suicidal and depressed as the series goes on and more e- existential. And she just goes, "No, not that, no thanks." And she said, "Oh, what's Goblin Slayer about?" I said, "Well, the first episode opens with the, I don't know if I want to say the word, but it rhymes with grape of, you know, several underage uh, women. in which nothing is like not shown Mm -hmm. um and like that level of like risqueness goes throughout the show and she said okay nope not that either and she i think purely on the fact that it's like a very popular show she's like okay let's watch attack on titan and we get five episodes in and then she says you know can we never watch that again (laughs) because it's (laughs) such a violent and dark show it is it really not is. really for the faint of heart essentially, essentially why, why a lot of people wouldn't like it is why i love it it's violent it's not afraid to kill off main characters it's kind of like you know like the first half of game of thrones and or the entire show of like something like game of thrones where you know you'll be watching it and be like oh, oh i love to see, see what else they do? do, and you know they're being like decapitated by the end of season yeah one. um like I, I like shows that aren't afraid to kill off main characters and it's such a rarity these days you know even a show and we've talked about this on the on the podcast before like the boys you know it mm-hmm. really doesn't kill off main characters that often even yeah. though it is such a murder happy show it's right. mostly you know yeah, uh, a side character it'll kill off so it truly is a rarity to have a show that'll kill off its main characters that are introducing the cast. Um, yeah, no, yes, yeah,
2: definitely. And yeah. like, uh, not to cut you off. No, yeah, of, I,
0: I was. Okay.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like it is very admirable and not only that, but like with the characters that make it all the way or just wh- whatever mm-hmm. happens in their arcs, like, the places that they take some of the characters, like, yeah. it, there is, def, like, a definite risk behind it. And I think, like, it's paid off. I haven't, again, I haven't really... Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been tuned out for a few episodes, I think six or so, so I don't know where okay. things have gone since then. But just the place is that, like, some of these main characters go over the course of the series is, like, really, really phenomenal. And it kind of reminds me of... I actually I don't know if I can say it cuz it might spoil it sort of for fans of the series I would make a comparison to like so I'm not sure if, true. but I uh, I would say like it kind of reminds me a little bit of something like Dune or even Star Wars in terms yeah. of certain character arcs.
0: Yeah, w- where... we've gone over uh, Star Wars and Cody and I have both seen Dune.
2: Okay, perfect. So just Quick uh, spoiler discretion for yep. if you haven't viewers seen, at home. Wait, which Star Wars at home, we... uh, Just the, from Phantom Menace to Return of the Jedi.
0: Okay, if you haven't no seen sequel series. movies that are, what are they? like One to six. How how old is Revenge of the Sith now? Because
1: that came out. Uh, and. Five, I, think oh, five. The I always yeah. think
0: that's like an a late 2000s movie because it looks really good for being like an early 2000s film but yeah if you mm-hmm. haven't seen any of those spoilers i guess
2: and also it may be if you're like okay attack on titan it's dark um mm-hmm. it kind of has it it has a captivating storyline good really really fantastic animation for an anime tv show i think yep. Mappa did most of the animation it's mm-hmm. like all that sounds appealing to you and you don't really want to know much about some of the characters or like what they could end up being like yeah and Maybe the show is out for also a little bit.
0: um the first three seasons of the show are on netflix the and with crunchyroll and hulu have all four seasons with both of those getting the um they'll get the last episode like the last last episode um, it, within a couple of weeks now. So if you want to check out the show, that's where you do it. Uh, go on, Keanu.
2: Okay. Thank you very much. Um, mm-hmm. So in Attack on Titan, um, some of the characters, the way that they move from light and just kind of like a childlike uh, naivety mm-hmm. to like being near, ge- or in this case, very literally, like genocidal monsters. Yep. Like, just that transition and the way that it happens in the yeah. show, like it does really remind me of something like Dune, where, mm-hmm. you know, if for reader or people who haven't read the book um, again, s- slight spoiler discretion, but mm-hmm. Paul Atreides uh, knowing that, you know, what he's doing could be contributing towards that terrible uh, destiny of his, you know, him taking the Fremen and his influence on them to, committing genocide on the houses of the empire Mm -hmm. um it's just it's kind of a similar thing and the show things you know they're kind of backed up into a corner and then again things explode in a way that you never could have imagined in the beginning of the show but it's just really fantastic to see that kind of character transition in a show and those risks to be taken with main characters
0: yeah one of the things that I was going to say like the best way I've heard it described, but this is how I've always described it, so I'd just be doing a circle jerk there. But the one thing I've always described it as, it is a reverse Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones <laughs> starts out with very great things. Outside of a few, there are no truly good or evil characters. However, as the show goes on, it starts to kind of dwindle in quality and we end up in a place that's very simple. These are good guys. These are bad guys. This is the main plot, um, and there's some things we need to kill. Attack on mm-hmm. Titan does the exact opposite, which I think is what makes it, you know, a better show overall. It it starts very simple. These are the good guys. These are the bad guys. But as the show goes on, the lines between heroes that you know you idolize throughout the show do things that are very morally questionable. And then, you know, we're, like I've said, like 16 times, uh, we are at the point where we have one episode left. And it's almost unfair to call it a reversal of, like, oh, the heroes become the villain, because that doesn't do the service, that doesn't do its service of the show is removed from the idea of heroes and villains there are people doing villainous and heroic things, but that doesn't make these people heroes or villains. It's, you know, they're, they're just truly people. Um, and there's no good or bad in the show anymore. And for a lot of people that I know that, that may sound like, but like a little, a little too, too in, in like, in intru- not intriguing. Fuck. I'm stumbling over that word. A little too gray, <sighs> a little too nuanced. But that's where a lot of the appeal of the show comes from, is that for anyone.
2: Yeah, no. Like, I with that ambiguity, like, I would be tossed, like, back and forth from one side to another. Because it's mm-hmm. like, God, the things that they're talking about doing and the things that they even do do um, mm-hmm. on either side uh of this you know again like what like you were saying there's no clear hero no clear villain yeah um like you can root for either side and you can see uh the frustration or whatever you know are the motives behind certain choices in the show or and behind characters in the show like you can see the motives behind what they're doing the reasons why they're doing these things um just like that that gray area where everyone operates even if they're doing terrible things you're like I see where you're coming from. Like, yep. I understand your character. I understand the reasoning for this, however screwed up it might be. Um, and that, I think that's a pretty special thing. Cause like it, a lot of shows, they kind of, or I guess just entertainment for that matter, just mm-hmm. kind of get lost when they try to explore that, like in between area, like mm-hmm. the, the ambiguity of light and dark, um, and so, Attack on Titan, if you are at all interested in anything that explores that space, I don't think they are, in my opinion, I don't think there's a better place to look than yeah. AOT.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, on the topic, because I, I don't want to leave it quite yet, but on the topic of like shows and films addressing gray themes, is Star Wars is both worst at this not you know the best doesn't reach levels of attack on titan but um mainstream star wars has always veered away you know there's always the light side and the dark side but like once you start to even peek a bit at like what's behind the movies what else is going on you know the mandalorian did, did a good job of that of like there is gray like there's gray in this universe of light and dark Mm-hmm. Um, because and even rogue
2: one too that's exactly it. yeah rogue one, yeah. Like a,
0: uh, R- rogue one is like you know oh i've killed people some that deserved it some that didn't and you know that's why i don't think that movie got as nearly much as marketing as the others because when i saw that i was taken aback back i was like oh shit star wars doesn't really do this that much yeah. and um i know it can be blasphemous to mention this in in front of some people but in the last jedi when kylo ren kind of says you know forget the jedi forget the sith we will be our own thing that is one of the things i was most disappointed they didn't continue with is this idea that we can forego labels we can you know be our own people um and then you know star wars being star wars is like nah fuck it they're good guys (laughs) they're bad guys and the other example i can think of yeah is in the clone wars show The story arc is called uh, Darkness on Umbra, and it follows this, like, tall-ass, Uh-oh. eight-foot-tall, four-armed uh, Jedi Prong-Pow. that uses... Yeah, Prong Krill.
1: Yeah, Jedi, yeah. yeah.
0: Where... <laughs> Where, you know, it's shown that, you know, he's abusive, he's an abusive leader. And yeah, for a show yeah, that's yeah. very, like, mil- like, pro-military, pro-establishment, as star wars it's like oh that's really interesting to like take a look because it shows how he's verbally and physically abusive to like his the people that serve him and then the one thing i hate though because i was like oh this is such like a compelling character and like a great story when they finally when it's revealed that you know everyone's kind of against him he starts like giggling maniacally like through the forest like, really? You have to dumb it down for kids? Like, you can't just show yeah, that, right, like, hey, not all leaders, like, are good or bad. You know, this is just, like, yeah. an abusive guy. You have to make him this cartoony where he's just going hee hee he he he, he he's like, throughout now. the forest. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, that is always dumb. Take away any of the nuance, guys. Yeah. We don't want to have that in the Star Wars universe. No,
0: how dare you let children think...
1: Well, uh.
0: Did we lose Keanu?
1: I don't know. They're doing a. Take, is he still there? Ryan? Keanu? Anybody? Other person? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, who knows what happened? You know, did they yeah. uh, star the uh, Frosty? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, well,
0: well, he, there he goes entirely.
1: Yeah, they probably disconnected.
0: Yeah, no worries. Probably get hectic.
1: should we leave it off there or
0: yeah i'm good with that yeah that was pretty good yeah well thanks for listening in uh as always you know uh i was gonna say feel free to contact us but i feel like that's almost alienating because i know it's only really our friends that listen to this but um i don't know if you ever want us to like go over something contact us in any way you can um Except through like brick through the window, preferably brickless. Um, and oh, oh, All it's right, Keanu now. It says-
2: hey, no, okay, Ryan now. I don't know what.
0: Well, he, there he goes again. <laughs> huh. This is a nice Um, going to get like. I say this like we'll ever have. A budget but if we ever have like a studio or something i'll lock the doors be like haha now is it no working one can leave
2: oh am yep. i am i here this oh baby <laughs> yep. we're back oh my goodness i don't know what happened technical difficulties technical difficulties
0: oh now cody's gone
2: <laughs> oh gosh yeah i tried calling him just to say no don't don't uh cap it off just
0: we were just about to uh, cap it off, actually, so you, yeah. good timing. Uh,
2: I would just like to say thank you very much, Sean. I know you weren't intending on me coming on to the podcast No, today, you're good.
0: So Frosty and a... Friends is not exclusive to like a certain amount of people, so if you ever want to pop back Hello? on one day, just let Wait, me know. Wait, guys? Cody? Okay. Yep. Uh, dude, yeah,
1: so, so, yeah, what happened was uh, Kiana called me, and then everything got screwed up, so I had to leave it.
2: Oh, so I've, I wasn't sure if you were on the phone or not. I was like, gosh, uh, should I be calling you? No, like...
0: no as, yeah, no, as, that's not yeah. good. Oh, As God. much as I love this app, it does have a couple lim- limitations Quirks. that I – Yeah. Quirks. Yeah. Quirks, you know, it's quirky. It's not Quirks like other okay. girls. Um, I
1: mean, it works pretty good in my Like, you know, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, so, um, I, I like using it because it adds music on it and like it fades oh, in and yeah. fades out and then also distributes it to like all the platforms yeah. like Spotify Apple yeah. Podcasts and I'm just listen to it, it. No. Um, oh I don't know how you'd be listening to yeah. it if you already didn't know where to find it um, but yeah um, were you hmm. gonna end it or
2: uh, yeah I th- think no it's we were, we were talking about it, you know, but yeah thank you very much again sean for having yeah me of the course podcast. i
0: might about having you on woo! more often
2: yeah that would be great man uh and if for I can any add listeners at chat, home but... who were at all interested in my very rambly tirady uh rants uh you know if you can follow me at, on letterboxd that kino david maybe i will appear again who <laughs> knows who knows what the future holds for me but yeah uh, thank I'll you very much again mine. sean yeah of course um, and I am out of here. Cool. Well, you, thanks Keanu. for being I'll see here, you, I'll see you, like, uh, I'll
1: see you in like 15 minutes because I have to walk over.
2: So. Sounds good, Cody. Okay. See, see you guys. All right, Sean?
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, so yeah, my if you want to see mine, my letterboxed is a frosty zero, all lowercase, no spaces or anything. Uh, Cody, you want to put yours out?
1: Yeah, mine is Trident. I believe it's Trident 1. You'll yeah. Put, if you look weird. at if you look at Sean's thing, if you go to his friends, you'll just see me under Trident One. So mm-hmm.
0: you have a what is it? Yours yeah. is a like screenshot, or yours is a shot from Blade Runner twenty forty seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I like how yeah. all of ours are. Yeah, my bad. Twenty forty nine. No, it's like <laughs> um, I like how both yours, mine, and Keanu all are orange. Like the main oh, color in yeah. is orange because his is a his is a shot from the film uh, House we talked about and then mine yeah. is like a like a, a clockwork orange thing um, that literally has like oh, orange God, in the yeah. back. Funny thing about that movie, um, I, I like how I'm bringing up a new movie at the end of the podcast <laughs> so I could fill a whole episode a about podcast. my last yeah. my last thing is that I'll say I don't actually think I, I might have to rewatch it because I'll sound like a fucking idiot if I'm wrong on this orange in the film a clockwork orange i think that's like hmm. part of the fun of the title
1: yeah you know it's uh bring up something that you're never gonna get
0: yep all right and with that well, uh, unless cody has me... any final yeah, thoughts me...
1: I, I mean i can add keanu to group chat or whatever yeah you know,
0: yeah but... let's do that i think you know
1: yeah if he wants to be in it i'll talk to him later today
0: yeah, yeah that totally. totally all, all right. Right. right and with that i think we're good to sign all off well, thank cody you guys you're for good. listening. Of course, thanks, yes. you yeah, guys, guys, gals, and non-binary pals.